Sipo Mandula is in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Advocate Mandula. Uh, Jumbo Africa, Oliver, and even to our listeners, uh, as you know, it's a, it's a Biko month, it's a Heritage Month. Uh, the Africans are saying it's also the African New Year, you know, on the 23rd, you know. But I think this morning, as it is an uh, extended Africa up- update report, we, I mean, we've been constantly following Libya, yeah. the floods in uh, Wadi Dena. Uh, those floods coming from Greece, uh, Turkey, and uh, affecting Libya almost two weeks. So I think we will be touching on Libya. Let's start. Let's start there in Libya. Those floods have have been quite tremendous. The image images that we saw, of course, um, you know, akin to sort of what we saw in Morocco two weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's quite, quite, yeah. quite devastating. To me, when I see that, the question is: Do we have disaster response efforts? Uh, that's globalized in that part of the continent, given the Mediterranean affects that as well? No, no, no. There have been challenges even with the EU. You will understand that also the EU have to come to their rescue. Uh, European countries, it was only Egypt. Uh, and funny enough, you'll understand even last week there was a protest in Libya by the ordinary people. They're saying, but why is there a delay in terms of the response? Mm. Uh, and now you have this international reconstruction conference. And you'll understand that for them to push this international reconstruction conference, it is all about to say, how do we now present what they call rapid projects for reconstruction of the Wadi Dam, which was uh, not fixed since 1998. And uh, with the removal of Muammar Gaddafi, it has also caused a havoc in terms of infrastructure um, and that's where in Libya you have this protest, like I said to you, we were reporting about it last week actually on the Africa update. And now we, I mean, there is this issue that there was no even in internet services, you know, yeah. that, that is a challenge that only during the week, last week on uh, Thursday and Friday, they were back into their mobile and internet services. So you can see that response is not only about the people being moved from one space to the other but it's yeah. also around the infrastructure yeah out in Burkina Faso, the united nations general assembly took place in new york uh, last week of course very contentious one uh president ramaphosa using his opportunity to denounce the coups in the sahel that have taken place uh but the minister of state uh, of of uh, burkina faso has a different tune to that, giving warnings over Libya and Niger? No, definitely. Remember why Libya is on the issue of the military intervention that went on Gaddafi's removal. Yeah. That pretext that has been used in Niger. And also, when you speak about President Ramaphosa, you look at Guinea Conakry, uh, Mamadou went on to justify military coups. So you can see that the UN General Assembly 78 uh, of 2023. Uh, it had a lot of African presidents having different views. And this one coming from the Minister of State, Basoloma Bazi, uh, from Ouagadougou, Burkina Faso, coming out very clear around that. What lessons can we learn on this question between Niger as well as Libya? Mm. And that's where that it was very important for us to know that Burkina Faso, Mali, uh, I mean, Niger, they have just only signed what they call the Alliance of the Sahel Pact. Meaning also you'll, you will understand that in the Sahel there is even this issue of solidarity. Legitimizing the coup regimes. Li- you, you, you can say so, you know, Liverpool, but again you can say there's also French uh, push, push back, you know, to say, but let the French leave our, our region. Yeah. And, and that's where even I think over this weekend, uh, finally the French ambassador will be leaving Niger also.
Yeah. Out in Ghana and Accra, a three-day protest over the cost of living crisis and bad governance has ended this particular weekend. And it's not an unusual protest. It's happening the world over. We saw one in France. Yeah. Uh, breaking out, Macron announced a 100 euro uh, aid package for households uh, in uh, Accra seeming having similar protests. No, no, no. Definitely. And this protest ended on Saturday. But remember, this campaign took off while the president was away in New York in the UN General Assembly. Nana Kufu Ado was at the UN General Assembly. Uh, but also Ghana, you know, Oliver, it is one of the countries that is having a debt, highest debt with the IMF. And you ask yourself, why are we still having African countries borrowing money yeah. from the IMF, but 2021 also you had to fix the uh, country movement that emerged in Ghana. So what we saw only also on the 21st of September, others will say it was the day of Nkrumah. It was also showing the concern around uh, economic reforms, issues around political change, and the cost of living just in Accra has been high. You know, I still recall during COVID, for you to have a vaccine. Um, cut in Ghana, it was very expensive, you know. So if if one looks at these challenges of Ghana, like I said to you, Oliver, it is also that they are still indebted even to the IMF. Yeah, we're moving over to Mozambique. Uh, President Nusi has welcomed U.S. Secretary of Defense to discuss national national bilateral defense relations and security cooperation. Big for Mozambique that, of course, it had unrest uh, and an insecurity crisis. No, definitely. And uh, I think the one what we know is that the northernmost part of Cabo Delgado, that's where we have the challenge that uh, Philip. Jacinto Filippo, Jacinto Nusi, a meeting with the UN secretary, as we have said, you know, Oliver. The main issue again is that the issue of terrorism in the southern region. We know that Mozambique, since 2017-18, this Cabo Delgado issue has been around also natural yeah. resources that are in that country. But for them to go on a pact uh, with the US, it is also going on issues of economy, health, Security, so you can say Pentagon exchanging the information uh, with Russia is yeah. also on the maritime security. Remember that Rwanda also has been playing key role in the peacekeeping mission in uh, Mozambique as well as Samim, the SADC yeah. uh, mission. So for me, I get worried when I see Europeans and Americans coming closer uh, to the uh, African region because that also says how we silencing guns in Africa when we have this military pact signed yeah. by African countries and European countries. Yeah. Big one here, um, of course, because it's Ethiopia. Uh, yeah. The prince's uh, lock of hair by the name of Alemayehu uh, and artifacts, other artifacts have been returned after 155 years after British plunder. You know, this is very important that in Ethiopia they are celebrating their new season during September and it's our heritage yeah. month back at home. Prince Alemayehu, when he was taken to England, Oliver, he was only seven years old. And it was after the battle of the... Uh, the battle between Italian, I mean, Britain and Ethiopia. And he had locks, you know, he had the dreadlocks, and he died at the age of 18. So it was important that over this weekend they had to bring his hair back. Uh, battle of the Magadala, you know, that's where that battle happened. But the artifacts that were brought also were the three silver cups and, and even the shield. So you need to un- understand that battle. There were 13,000 British soldiers besieging Emperor they were dressed, you know, in Ethiopia. So Prince Alimayew, 
that locks her it was of the emperor's son that it has to be returned you know Oliver, this issue of return of african cultural artifacts has been happening all over yeah. uh, you'll see west uh, west africa your benin uh, now when it comes to east africa it's the same like southern africa also south africa has a lot of cultural uh, artifacts that are in europe some of the musical catalogs that are in europe so it is important for us to look at this question of cultural artifacts and the value of our cultural heritage and music. Yep. And then finally, uh, we recently commemorated the passing of Biko, but today we commemorate the burial of Biko. Where were you on this day, 25 September? Yeah, you know, Oliver, I don't want to just talk my age. It was in 1977. <laughs> uh, uh, what is important about the Biko's funeral was that this was one of the biggest political funerals uh, 46 years ago in our historical archive. I thought we are always biography geography of biko biko was born on this day biko was arrested biko died but it is important also to look at that the burial of biko went as far as even swapo from namibia yeah. uh, being part of this program it was almost a four-hour program Twenty thousand people marched and sang freedom songs on the burial of bantu biko a very important funeral oliver that in the history pages of this country but also contentious also with the role of the medical council during apartheid years how they wanted to to lie about the death and the killing and the nakedness of Biko. Mm. So it is Im- I- important to look back at the 46 years of Biko and remember also uh, the 1970, I mean 1997 TRC Commission had to look at the amnesty report of Bantu Biko. And finally, uh, like you'll know also on this day, 1974, the Viva Frelimo rallies organized by BPC, the Black Consciousness Movement, and SASO, uh, they were also banned by government. And remember, uh, it was the link also of Mozambique and South Africa, Azania during that time, and SASO and the BPC. So 1974-77, you can see the link of how the Black Consciousness spirit of Biko was the Frank Talk was one of the... Uh, essays or one of the newspapers that because pushing i write what i like that's what we will recommend to our uh, young people who are listening to africa update report extended this morning asante sana oliver i think i've touched uh, today extensively on the uh, african continent from libya to Burkina faso as well as ghana accra looking at uh, ethiopia uh, and as well as looking at this day in our historical archive bantu biko lives on Yep. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Also, if you have a chance, read In Detention. Chris Van Vaker, good time to commemorate that poetry as well. We're playing out with Back to My Roots, Lucky Dube.